Welcome to the Talking Small Biz Podcast, where we talk about the stuff entrepreneurs don't want to talk about, but we do. What's up, guys? Before we get into today's podcast, first, we got to pay some bills. What's up, guys? So Pathfinder Digital Marketing is your local digital marketing company, which is pretty cool. It sets us apart from everyone else is that we're the only licensed Google Data Engineer in Dothan, Alabama, one of two in the state of Alabama itself. If you're curious about your online reputation or your online presence in general, just check out Pathfinder Digital Marketing or you can just Google me at TechTony, T-E-C-T-O-N-Y. Link in the show notes. Oh, link in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. You can put that in podcasts. My name's Josh and I'm a small business owner of Evergreen Creative Company. Um, I do photography, videography, and creative services. Um, in a nutshell, like I like to do a lot of different stuff. Um, sometimes in small business and marketing strategies, they tell you to really get down and niche. Like some people just do weddings, some people just do wedding photography, some people just do corporate video. I like to do it all. Um, and it's a one-stop shop kind of deal. So that's one of the things that I like about my company is that we're able to cover a lot of bases and we're able to uh, help out clients in a vast, various ways. Um, for example, I like to work with Visit Dothan. Um, I started out just doing videos with mm-hmm. them, but now like I do photography and video with them and we get to work on all kinds of projects together. So like as it's a win-win for everybody. You don't have to work with multiple agencies. You can work with just one guy. Um, so that, in a nutshell, that's what Evergreen does. Um, we do weddings corporate stuff, personal projects, um, hoping to get more clients into podcasting. Like I really think that that's something that- It's a huge market. It's really something that companies need to um, dive into. I actually was talking to a client that I'm gonna start working with in the next couple of weeks. And you know, I gave him the, the quotes and all that kind of stuff of what the services were gonna cost for this video project, but I threw in there a podcasting package. Hmm. And I was like, I didn't really even talk to him about it before, but I threw it in there. But we talked about the details and all that kind of stuff over the phone this morning. And she's really into the idea. And one of the things I said about it was uh, podcasting. And we're going to get into this subject, like what we learned from 2020. Yeah. This is like a little foreshadowing of that is that like podcasting is something that you can do remotely. You don't have to go to people. So let's say we have another hard lockdown you can still continue to make constant uh, creative content for your stuff. There's no, there's no excuse and no stopping it. Exactly. You don't have an excuse. So um, that's one of the things like I, I Except love. Except for maybe time restraints. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's a whole different subject. But I mean, that, that's what I like about Evergreen. It's like we try to figure out like what are some ways that we can help out other clients to get their message out there. So she never thought about podcasting. We presented that and you know, that's just something that we do as Evergreen. Um, so I'm definitely like more on the creative content um, creation side of stuff. But Tony, you're more into some of the more like behind the scenes. So like basically I create some cool stuff, but you can help get it seen. I like to think of myself as a creator. <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean. No, you create content. It's almost like, it's besides the, the point kind so, of thing. So, 
So I'm Anthony Lloyd. Uh, some of you may know me as, as Tech Tony, uh, T-E-C-T-O-N-Y. Uh, I pride myself that you can literally Google me or <laughs> you can try. We're still working on my SEO. And in heart, I'm, I'm a digital marketer. Uh, my company is Pathfinder Digital Marketing. Um, I actually do own uh, three e-com stores online. One of them is snapshotkitchen.com which is, a, I pride myself as an all-American dropship company. And then my new one oh, is... Has some, like, patriotic music in the background. I do pride myself in that. It's 100% the truth. As you wear a hat with an American flag on yeah, it. Yeah, for those that can't see us. Um, my other dropship company is Soaps, Candles, Soap, Candles, and More.com, which isn't live yet, so don't try to look it up as of this recording. Um, it'll be launched in February. Uh, it's... Not an all-American company. I do have American dropshippers on there, but it's more Alibaba all around because sad as it is, you just can't compete with the markup that American companies have. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the ugly truth, and so yeah. it's what it is. Uh, my other company is called Tony's Doodads, and that's where I have more of me and my character where I get to let loose and not worry about having to represent my company properly or be a business owner. And it's also where my sponsorships and... Uh, affiliate marketing will be put as well. So that stuff will be launched later on in February also. But my heart is in digital marketing, as, as Bain said. The importance of, in, in short, um, I am one of two licensed Google data engineers in the state of Alabama. Because there's, there's digital marketers everywhere. Every kid mm -hmm. thinks that they can do a face. I, they could run Google Ads or Facebook or whatnot. Took a couple of courses and so yeah, I helped my mom and dad set up their Google Ads <laughs> and or the IT guy or my daughter's boyfriend does it for me. Oh gosh, <laughs> oh boy. Um, I, so I'm actually licensed and I'm mm -hmm. also an authorized Google Ad agency in Save Alabama. Once again, there's only two of us with that. Right. There are certain peers you have to get before you can reach those those benchmarks and continued education. So I pride myself in being able to help businesses in short. When someone Googles, I want to buy a hat, I want to find a lawyer, I need a dentist, those ads that show up in the search network on the top, that's what I build and maintain for my clients. And what's really cool is that anyone can design those, but there's special coding that goes in the back end of that. that that's, that's my specialty in, is, is not anyone can get traffic to a website, but not anyone can get useful, legit traffic to a website. It's kind of like, would you rather your website have 5,000 visitors per month, but they show no interest, or would they have your website have five visitors per month that are actually looking for what you do? And that's how I separate myself from my competition. That's exactly. where my heart lies, is, is educating, sadly, in my industry. In every industry, there's bad mm -hmm. apples. But in my industry, there's just the poor understanding of every business knows they need to do SEO, they need to do Google Ads, they just don't know how. And I love educating businesses on it. And, and it's when, more than just making a blog post, right? It's more than just making a blog post. <laughs> and that's like such the surface level advice I see all the time. It's like, you got to make blog posts. You got to do this. You got to do that. But it's like, well, yes, it's helpful. It does help get like some data out there. But there's even deeper things that you got to do. Yeah, like podcasting is important. Podcasting is starting to be uh, indexed by Google. It'll start showing up. Just like how you see tweets and pictures and videos show up in Google search, you're gonna start mm -hmm. seeing podcasts and be able to listen to that podcast straight off the search network. Mm -hmm. Don't even have to go to the website anymore. 
Uh, it's very interesting work. So it, it's, 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 I think of myself as a plumber. Anyone can watch a YouTube video and try to fix their own plumbing, but that's why plumbers exist. Right. <laughs> because you're going to mess up. That's a good way <laughs> so to put it. So I, I love to just help educate businesses. Because a lot of businesses are taken advantage of and put in a bad spot. And they don't understand, first of all, their rights as a business and what they should own mm -hmm. when it comes to the company's online reputation. Right. And then protecting that online reputation. Because once you piss off Google or do something wrong, you're done for. That's it. Mm -hmm. I have seen Google remove companies from the search network. And there's a buddy of mine up in Chicago who's a lawyer that specializes in uh, getting businesses reinstated on the search network. Right. That's a path I don't want companies to go down. Because like, that's an expensive problem. Yeah, there's a, I don't want to name names, but I saw a small business owner earlier this week, maybe, a few days ago anyways, but they, at a restaurant, they used a particular delivery pickup service, and they discontinued using that service, so that service now shows that they are closed. It doesn't show that they're, like, just not offering with them, but it shows that it's closed. Oh, no. So it's like... If companies know that kind of information beforehand, when you when you Google them, it says they're closed. So you go to the particular app. Okay. I'm just gonna say DoorDash. I, I believe it's DoorDash. DoorDash will f over businesses. Whoops. Am, am I allowed to cuss <laughs> this? See, I mean, I'll, I'll bleep it out. There's a way to fix it. There's a way to I, yeah. I'll bleep it out. Are we PG-13 or G? It's definitely an adult audience, but we don't want to get in that <laughs> that niche of <laughs> categories of stuff. Trigger warnings. But um. Anyways, but yeah, I, th I believe it's DoorDash. And so mm -hmm. like if you are a restaurant listening to this, be very careful using this service. Um, There's I would a way to fix just, it. Just for that one thing. As, it's great to be able to fix it, but if a customer sees, oh, they're closed? Like, why are they closed? Like, that's, that could start a whole different issue with stuff. Well, first of all, if you're a local restaurant, you should be using Takeout Star because they're a local delivery company. Okay. Yeah, he started, uh, Alex is the owner. He started that delivery company eight years ago out of his garage. Okay, cool. And now he's a take local. Takeout star. Yeah, takeout star. So I use, I use them every chance possible. Um, but yeah, there is a I way. I live in Ashford, so I'm like, so, I don't really He think, delivers to Ashford, I think. Does he? That'd I think so. Amazing. I think they just started. Because like, um, we got, we got Jack's, like that's our first uh, fast food restaurant in Ashford. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if he does or doesn't. I think he has plans to go out there. It's been yeah. a while since I talked to him. I'll, have to let, I'll, I'll note him to listen right. to this podcast. But anyways, um, oh, but, man, there's I mean, a like, way to fix that. There's, yeah. But there's other things, too. It's like I remember there was this like kind of viral post-sharing thing that happened like three weeks ago. It was uh, encouraging small business owners to put their website down in the comments and then share that post. And it just you know helps people... You know, know people's websites and stuff, but what I saw you do or what you talked about. <laughs> I stopped myself. I'm not going to do it because I know I'm just going to piss people off. It's just, remember, we're, we're the podcast that talks about stuff that nobody else does. Okay, then do. I'll, I'll talk. Oh, I'm sorry, Bane. I'm sorry. It's all good. It, the, the real me comes out and I'm just like, ah! I mean, we're not going to like be insulting or whatever. We'll be respectful. But at the same time, so but this, well, is, this is what I'm saying. This is... The, the passion that I saw with what you do is that you saw that kind of stuff and you saw the websites that need help. And it's not a judgmental thing. It's like there's potential that this website that you were looking at could do better. Well, that's, that's the thing. We'll, we'll get into the 2020 part. Mm -hmm. So many businesses, you need to realize how important your online reputation is and how you show up online. Right. It, and we'll get into that a little later. But um, like... 
like, I'm passionate about this because you're gone are the days of an eight to five job. I don't care if you physically mm -hmm. close the door to your business and walk away. Your online presence is 24 seven. Yeah. I have clients that run ads 24 seven because they're that type of business like my funeral home client, 24 seven. Grandma dies at two, three in the morning. He wants to show up for right. that death. But your, your website's always there. And a mentor told me, he's like, you cannot control what people say about you online but you can navigate the conversation. Right. And you need to be aware of what people are saying about your life. You need to be aware of how you just show up and right. what you're showing up for. 100%. We have a local business here. I'm not going to say who they are. I mentioned to you before. <laughs> and they showed up for Playboy online. And I was like, whoops. <laughs> and I, mm -hmm. I pointed it out. I was like, hey, here's a problem. Here's how you fix it. Whether they did or not, I don't know. But, you know, it's just stuff like that. Um, I had a guy with his website. I audited his site and... And I was like, dude, like, who built this for you? It's built horribly and correctly. And he's like, well, my mm -hmm. wife did. I was like, well, that's <laughs> why, you know, I mean, right. you're a stay-at-home mom. I, it's all good, you know. I love a hustle, but do it right. <laughs> yeah. So, I so think, why are we doing this, Bane? Yeah, <laughs> I think that'll segue into what we want to talk about next, which is like um, how we got started, why we got started, and where we are now. Um, I mean, long story short, last year. Um, Tony and I started seeing each other more, like in meetings and things like that. And then we just like, he messaged me and said, you know, we need let's to collaborate, collaborate. <laughs> let's do something. Um, and I think both of us, like we're, we've been wanting to get into the podcasting kind of stuff, but also we want to have like a proven fact of like, when you do something consistent, um, there's a lot of benefits to that. So we committed to doing a weekly uh, live show on Facebook. We bounced between um, Evergreen's website, the Pathfinders. Well, we interviewed people, all kinds of stuff like that. <clears throat> but one of the things that, you know, like one benefit, consistency is great. Then two, like we made a lot of good connections. Um, we got on people's radar, which is like phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And then also, if we didn't post anything <coughs> else, we had that posted that week. That's so true. It's an accomplishment. And as an entrepreneur, business owner. Um, and we are going to get back to videos. Just give us some time, guys. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to be consistent and also just like step up our game in 2021. And we can get into that in a second. But um, it's like we need to reward ourselves as small business owners. Uh, whether it's a small reward. And the, my rewards is like being able to say I did something mm -hmm. and we accomplished something. Because there's a lot, like, I have a backlog of editing to do. I've always got a to-do list. And I got this board up in my office area, um, and it's got all the stuff I got to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those checklist items don't disappear for weeks at a time, months at a time, depending on the project. Yeah. So it can get kind of uh, not necessarily overwhelming or disappointing. Um, uh, it's overwhelming because you and me, we're the business owners. Yeah. If we fail, the company fails. It, there, there's that. And but it's we like can't, when you look at that list and it's like, I feel like I'm not getting anything done. You're I'm right. Not, I'm not being productive. I actually had this conversation with my sister because I had a little bit of a panic attack. But uh, <laughs> I had a conversation with my sister because she was, she was like, she's like, I can't, she told me I can't comprehend what you're going through mm -hmm. because in my business, I hand the work off to someone else at four o'clock and I'm done. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Right. You know, she's like, you, you're it. Yep. That's it. Yep. I mean, and it's, uh, part of the reason why we're doing this is, is, to, is to be with business owners on that level mm -hmm. and be like, we understand. 
Right. We got stuff to do. Right. And in my day, I have my lists. I get my things done, and I just reach a point where I, 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 I reach a point of I'm just going to walk away and come back tomorrow and address it. Yep. Put out whatever fires come up mm-hmm. and walk away. My company is an international marketing firm. I have clients right. in 14 different time zones. And so I had to hire a guy in the Philippines to work with me. So at 2 3 in the morning, my phone's not ringing. He's handling whatever right. fires are going off. It's like I have my phone on silent mode, like programs from 11 o'clock at night. I, could pro- I should probably do it like 9 o'clock just to even. Mine's get- 10, shuts off. I probably need to change that, but then like I think six o'clock is where you know notifications start. Yeah, if you're a client, again. if you're a client listening to this and you called me at seven, I purposely ignored you. Yeah, <laughs> but, just, <laughs> there's that too. It's like you have to set boundaries. <laughs> yeah, tell my clients I'm a personal you number. Have to set boundaries because, like you said, our businesses. You might, yeah, you might say nine to five, but yeah, it's still it's still going on. Like, yeah, at ten o'clock, the just, only person you get a hold of me is my mom. Yeah, I'd have my favorite. <laughs> I have it set on my phone uh, to my favorites contact list can still push through. Um, but that's because they're family and we're close friends. Yeah, sadly, none of my clients are on my favorites. No offense, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> not on my favorites contact list. That's funny. Um, but yeah, so like fast forward um, to like December last year, 2020. Um, we started like, we see that this whole effort has a lot of potential. So we actually took a, about three weeks off, I think. I took five. <laughs> I'm talking about for, of this show. Oh, this show, yeah. Of this show, I think we took about three episodes off, in a sense. Um, because we wanted to come back in 2021 and just take it to another level, just improve, tighten up, um, and also just kind of rebrand, in a sense. So mm-hmm. at first, it was Dothan Biz Talk. That was the show. That's the name, the hashtag, all that kind of stuff. It worked. It was great. But we wanted to kind of not geographically lock ourselves. Lock ourselves in. Uh, so we tried to find something that didn't have a geographic um, name in it. So there's no Dothan in it anymore. Although we're based in Dothan, that's the Wiregrass area. We'll say, still take care of people there. But we also want to set ourselves up for success to be able to potentially take this nationwide, worldwide, um, whether it's talking to clients, going to clients, or uh, like ideally we'd love to do workshops, to, to do consulting and, and things like that. Um, That's going to be fun. Speaking engagements and you know, you know, just different aspects of how this podcast definitely has potential to, to do stuff. And so we met at the beginning of this year, of this month, um, to kind of refine the kind of stuff that we wanted to do. We just kind of, we met up and we were just like, what do we, what's the identity of this thing? Um, and so we came up with a s- small, or <laughs> I'll have to edit this part out, talking small biz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we went over like a 20 different names of the same variation. So it was, it was kind of tough. But the gist of it is like our, our tagline is like, we're going to talk about stuff that small business owners don't want to talk about, but we do. Um, and it's not, like I said, it's not going to be like this bashing session. No, or it's all about the good, the bad, the ugly. But there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get talked about that we want to bring up. And so that's kind of like where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, we did launch the first episode, but this is definitely going to set the tone for what the future um, episodes will be like. We'll, speaking ha- of th- we'll have guests on the show. We'll, we will. We'll have interviews. 
we'll ask them some about three basic questions. Let me actually pull that up so I don't mess it up. Is it on our website? I have it right here. I think it's, I did put it on there. Three main questions to ask each guest, right? Mm -hmm. What's one piece of advice that you wish more people would listen to? For me, it's save your damn passwords. <laughs> right. I can't tell you that's the biggest, that's the biggest time waster for me. So my, my clients or leads just don't know their logins or passwords. Mm -hmm. That's tough. What's something you wish you knew when you got started in a business? The stress. <laughs> what did 2020 teach you? We're going to go over that in a little bit. <laughs> yep, and we're going to, yeah, that's going to be the next part. But I figured those three questions, um, no matter who you're talking to as a small business owner, they're going to provide some value with that. We should ask Harry those questions. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like that said, man will leave the hammer down. <laughs> Harry doesn't care. <laughs> that's I mean, yeah, Harry, he's a great guy. If you need, we'll try to leave his... Uh, information in the show notes yeah because the SBDC. Um, because he's yeah we brought him in we're like is this even a good idea mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um so with that said we should um get our company with sbdc we'll talk about that but yeah anyways <clears throat> let's get into what 2020 taught us as a small business owner i'll go first all right <laughs> how piss poor performing performance business have, have of an online presence. When coronavirus hit and shutdowns happened, businesses freaked out of how the heck are they going to stay open, especially restaurants, mm -hmm. having no game plan, no setup for online deliveries, online orders, anything. They just didn't exist online. And here's a funny thing. Google foresaw this happening and they implemented free tools that every business can implement into their online into their online actions, and you know how many people here in Dothan did it, like nobody. And so, <laughs> and especially for restaurants, the th pissed I, me off. This this is I guess it does have to do with what you're saying, is that like you, you've got to be adaptable. You have to be adaptable. And yes, you can't wait for stuff to happen to you. So. Like in that, that statement goes in directions of, yes, there was, you know, federal assistance, you know, financially, but you couldn't wait on that. Like you had to do something else. Mm -hmm. You had to get creative. You had to figure out different ways to offer services. Um, I, it I went traveled. as far as Google had a free mm -hmm. donation button that you could put on your online stuff. Right. That 100% of the proceeds would go to that company. Right. If if you're if people if you ha if you were closing you just couldn't stay with whatever X Y Z reason mm -hmm. you you could advertise Google would advertise you for free to get donations to help this business stay open and and I I, I marketed the crap out I'm like why aren't people using this and it wasn't hard it was literally three clicks of a button to be up and running yeah. it's having a good online presence Sorry, I keep interrupting you Bane but that that's no, the truth that's good. the truth content is king. Consistency is the queen and making sure you show up for what's important. <laughs> Shut that, the phone off. <laughs> that phone can wait. So, no, but what I was going to say is like, um, I, I know it's hard. Like there were some, there's definitely some industries that had to work 10 times harder than anybody else to, to keep going. Um, I would say like if Alabama didn't open back up in May, like my business was going to struggle heavily. Like we were 
kind of treading water, staying afloat, getting some gigs here and there. But mm-hmm. then at the same time, like we had to adapt. We um, we kicked off live streaming. Um, if you didn't <laughs> believe in live streaming before, you definitely do now because mm-hmm. um, that's one of the best ways to get the message out there. Um, plus, the social media loves live streams. The Facebook especially really like live streaming. Yes. Um, so we offer that kind of stuff. So we live stream <coughs> weddings, we live stream funerals, um, graduation stuff, uh, all kinds of anything that a lot of people travel to but couldn't at that point. Exactly. Um, so there was that, but also it's like since I'm part of the events industry, um, that's a, prior to COVID, like we covered a lot of events. Fortunately, through 2020, there was some stuff that we were still able to do um, mm-hmm. as far as events go. But we had to start finding clients and work that was more just corporate business specific kind of projects. Uh, for example, I got to travel across the country, um, even in the midst of this pandemic, um, to work on this with this one company. So we went to individual that. places, we went to Kansas City, Vegas, San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, with this one company because it got different um, entities in each location. Um, so we had to like make contacts like that. I had, and that's the other thing too, like something that I learned, I've always believed in networking. But that's my weakness because I'm an introvert. I'm an introvert as well. Um, but still Pride myself in finding ways to have good networking. <laughs> if I didn't have good networking, I wouldn't have any of the projects that I have now. I wouldn't be honestly like, yes, I do put in legwork for the company, but I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for people like James Champion, uh, my brother Carl Bain that got me on that big corporate gig. Um, and just, you know, people like that, that, you know, as long as you treat people well and provide a good service, you know, that's how your networking starts open because mm-hmm. like people will re- recommend you. Refer time. you out, yeah. Um, and it's the same way. It's like, you know, if I'm not available to do something or if I know someone else can take care of someone else better, you know, I'll send them to people that I trust. Um, so networking is was like super important for 2020. Um, you got to have a network base. You can't do everything on your own. Uh, don't even try. Um, it's just, it's t- like you said, you had to outsource to other companies or other individuals to help you out with your growth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a team of 10. So it's me. like, even though 2020 was tough, um, look, we still, we doubled what we invoiced from the prior year. Nice. So, I mean, it's like it, humble brag, I guess, in a sense, but at the same time, it's, you know, if I were to just have, going back to the point of just kind of sit back and, wait for the government to do their thing or wait for something to happen on its own, it just ain't gonna happen. But the sad thing that happened with me, my company was blessed that we grew significantly because businesses were reaching out to me for help. But the sad thing was like a lot of people were contacting me because they're like, how do I make money online? How do I make money online? How do I make money online? And there are so many scammers on like everywhere that are just like, uh, I can help you make stuff, make 10 grand in Amazon. We've all heard, you know, that type of stuff. And I'm like, I have never worked with a single product or any product that just made money. There's one, that, that, there's one company, and it's a company, that went viral overnight and made millions of dollars overnight, and it's Dollar Shave Club uh-huh. as of recent. And they're not even recent. Yeah. That guy made one video overnight success. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And became a million, multi-million dollar company. Other than that, 
No, nothing. No, there's, uh, you, mm. you might get lucky. I've worked with products because I'm an Amazon coach as well. Um, I'm licensed with Amazon. Um, that they, they get lucky. And it's not luck. It's ta- still tactics involved in it where they, they're selling. They're making about 10K a month. But it took three to five months to get there still. Mm-hmm. I have one client here. And I'll share. This isn't uh, anything non-disclosure. One client, we've been working with her for about three years, drop shipping. And last, and she, she it was profitable. And last year, uh, she spent, including me, she spent two hundred fifty-six thousand dollars on ads, Google ads alone. But she made one million four hundred forty dollars in sales. Mm. But here's the it thing: feel, it feels like that would just like that's just hard to write that check. But <laughs> it is. But when you see, so she made she made everything back plus that. Mm-hmm. But it's not a, like. But it took three years to get there. So I wasn't planning on mentioning this, but. There's, I've worked with people in the past, I'm not going to name names. Um, we've talked about this individual before, but he believed like you could just throw money at something, at an ad, and you're going to get results. Well, yeah, a blind squirrel finds a nut. But the thing is, again, it goes back to your point too, it's like, do you want to hit a, a thousand eyes, but not get any results? Or do you want to hit a hundred eyes and get like results? Yeah. So it's like it comes down to targeting and all that kind of stuff too. Is you can't just throw money at it. You got to know where to throw the money at and get the right eyes in front of it. Um, and that's that's something that I learned from 2020 as well. Like I knew that, especially Facebook and all that kind of stuff. You have to pay to play. Um, there's it's hard to unless you just have a really 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 strong audience to get engagement <coughs> from all your posts. Like Facebook wants you to spend money. Well, and even it's a, there's um, this, uh, there's a marketing tip too, and I can, we kind of need to start wrapping up anyways. It's like if you throw a lot of money at, like let's say you get going, if don't do it like a huge chunk right away. Because Facebook says like, oh, he's got money. So the next time you do a little bit of money, they're not going to push it nearly as hard because like, oh no, we know that you have this money. <laughs> like that's how the algorithm works. Like that's the you know, urban way of saying it, I guess, in a, in a sense, but um, you got to just consult and know how to, how to use that kind of stuff. 2020 has taught us that you need an online reputation. Yeah. You, need, you need to be making content as a company. I don't care what company mm-hmm. you are, hot dog, stand, Fortune 500, create content, brand awareness. Right. I pride myself in my company. I grew it in two years to be an international company with zero forms of traditional marketing. I grew my company using Google ads, social media marketing, content creation, and my and word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, none of my clients in Switzerland heard word of mouth from my clients in Dothan. They heard of me because of my YouTube channel. <laughs> that's, that's it. I mean, like this week I talked to a guy from Miami. There's a local talent that he needs to have some stuff recorded. He saw my stuff and he liked it. He said, I have the best stuff out there. So it's like, you got to be... People are From be Miami? Yeah, people are oh, gonna, wow. People got to be able to find you, but you mm-hmm. also have to have good stuff out there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not talking about being a perfectionist either. With that being said, folks, I think next week we have a guest, we have a guest speaker. Is it next week? It's on the books, but we're always flexible. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> when it was. Uh, no, it's actually uh, it's the last Wednesday of this month. Okay. So I think we go one more. We're looking for sponsors as always. We're looking for people to chit chat with us on our on our podcast. So if you want to join, just message us. Yeah, we're we're flexible with the ways that um, we can 
work with you as far as like we could do more than just shout outs or show notes. There's um, different ad spots that we put together and whatnot. So let us know. Um, until next time. Talk to you then. Outro. Thanks for listening to the Talking Small Biz podcast. As always, details and show notes in the description down below. And if you have any questions or want to talk to us, hit us up on our social media.